What the footy? What the footy? What the footy? What the footy? Hi there, it's Paul, and you're listening to What the Footy, the podcast that takes football fans behind the scenes. Knew some other guys liked me, but I didn't know it was to that extent. Imagine being a kid in primary school, now it's putting us. Powerful people, and I think they need to recognise that, but then also they need to be represented the right way. Sport in general is nothing without fans. Uh, based on you know, one single source of revenue alone, that being the TV. So when in the league, let's just win this to appease the fan. Welcome to the What the Footy podcast. It's your boy Paul, aka Mr. What the Footy, your favorite podcast host. You already know the vibes, live and direct, direct and live. Something a little bit different this week. And something that just came into came into my mind and my thoughts. Is it finally time to end the 3 p.m. blackout? For those of you who don't know, under Article 48 of the UEFA statutes, UEFA grants domestic FAs the right to prevent football from being shown during an allocated time slot on the weekend. Here in England since the 1960s, the FA, the Football Association, has restricted games being shown on TV from 2.45 until 5.15 p.m. And what's really brought this on my heart to to really explore this today is, just just trying to obviously, some of you guys know I'm uh, I'm an Arsenal fan for all my sins. And I'm obviously, I want to watch the, the game that we just played. We beat Brentford looking good for that sort of top four race. And... I just thought to myself, is it time to find the end of 3pm Black? I remember being up in Leeds for the week. I couldn't believe that the return of arguably the greatest player of all time, you, you couldn't watch it in a pub. You couldn't watch it on TV. And I thought, let me explore that today. So I think for me, first of all, obviously, the main sort of rationale behind this blackout is, of course, protecting the pyramid. And I think a unique thing about this country is we have this beautiful and fantastic pyramid and that needs to be protected. We saw it with the European Super League, the the outrage, and rightly so, of not having franchise football, as as it was sort of called. And I think it is important to to support the lower league. And I'm a big believer, like I'm, I'm an Arsenal fan, my local team, uh, which doesn't play too far away from where from where I live. When I was when I was in school, I was a little bit younger. I'd I'd, I'd go there rather than going to the Emirates and going to watch Arsenal. I'd go there and watch them play. I used to enjoy. You'd 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 almost have that amazing feeling because you'd, you'd be able to stand up and watch the game. You could go to a burger van and get and get a like burger. Um, very obviously different to obviously the sort of food that you get uh, in uh, in Premier League stadiums, but better in my opinion. So there is obviously a lot of value in in sort of going to those games. And I, and I do think that local people do want to go to games, irrespective of whether the blackout was removed or whether the, the blackout was to stay. And, and I think even linked to that, and even a bigger point is piracy. Around 4.5 million Britons a year illegally watch the Premier League. And even in some instances through some surveys that have been done, up to at least one third of fans in this country illegally, I'm not stitching by the way, illegally watch 
on stream um, Premier League football. Like even just looking at the Newcastle deal, for example, a lot of that and the sort of the, the difficulties around that deal was to do with um, was to do with, with, with piracy and thinking about the amount of money the Premier League have to spend and the amount of court orders and the amount of cases that they have to, to bring 3pm blackout. 3pm blackout. Isn't, is there a way that we can work this out by protecting the pyramid, by removing privacy, by giving value to customers who pay an absolute fortune on Sky Sports, BT Sport, Amazon in this country? And of course, also in terms of the pyramid as well, match day income is, is a massive way in which a lot of these sort of lower league clubs make and generate their revenue. But I think we've moved on from the 60s. I think we're in a space now where there are savvy ways to, to generate revenue as a football club. We see, we're seeing this right now. We've, we've sort of seen this through the, through the pandemic with the rise of social media and TikTok and the ability to go viral and increase the commercial value of your football club. We've seen this through things like Stevenage and their partnership with Burger King, which led to a 300% increase in replica shirt sales just by, by activating with with Burger King, within FIFA. And they were the most used team on FIFA 20. And that activation went across 13 countries. We've, we've seen it a little bit with the Sunderland documentary, with Netflix and how much revenue they were able to generate through that. So just, just, just some food for thought, really. And, and even on, on this podcast, I had Daniel Beckley come on, who works as an A&R at Universal Records, speaking about the untapped potential with football clubs leveraging music and looking at what Wolves are doing with Wolves Records, for example. So is it time to remove the 3pm blackout? Of course, we've got to protect the pyramid. And the pyramid means a lot to myself as well. Like I mentioned there, with my sort of personal story of my local football team who, who are now who are now a non-league club and sort of going to go and see them, really. So... Just, just some sort of food for thought there. And of course, you have that argument that if a Man United, an Arsenal or a Liverpool were playing on TV at three o'clock, would a fan of Rochdale or Exeter City want to travel across the country in the freezing cold, in the rain, to go and watch their team play away? But I think it's time for us to think in a different way. And it, it could even be a thing whereby the money that's generated from now selling this bundle of rights for those 3pm games to a BT, to a Sky, to an Amazon or to a different provider, perhaps. Perhaps maybe the bulk, the bulk or line share of that revenue generated is distributed throughout the pyramid. And we support non-league clubs and lower league clubs in that way. Just some food for thought, and I think it's something that, that that certainly needs more looking at. Of course, we have to protect the pyramid. We have this issue of piracy. But I do believe that we're in, in this age now where we've moved on from the 60s when this was introduced. There are savvy ways for clubs to make revenue and generate revenue and profit, as we've seen in the last few years. And can we support lower league clubs in a better way? Yes, we can. Yes, we can. But I think this is something that, that, that needs to be delved, delved more into 
And just just some food for thought, guys. Don't don't shoot the messenger. Don't shoot the messenger. Just some food for thought. Let me know what you think. Let me know what you think on Instagram, on Twitter, across all platforms. Keen to hear your thoughts. If anyone has a strong view about this, get in touch with me. Love having a little debate. But yeah, guys, that's my two cents. Have a blessed week. Take care of yourselves. See you in two weeks. Peace and love every time. Let's go. What the footy? What the footy? What the footy? What the footy? Knew some other guys liked me, but I didn't know it was to that extent. Imagine being a kid in primary school. Now it's a footy. Powerful people, and I think they need to recognise that. But then also, they need to be represented the right way. Sport in general is nothing without fans. Uh, based on you know one single source of revenue alone, that being the TV. So winning the league, let's just win this to appease the fans.